Hello, everyone. This is Dayton Over 30 Sucks, where we have libations and conversation about situations. Today, we have a water because it's hot in my place, but <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to have my guest, Corey, who we have known each other for a while, but yeah. I've been so pressed because I've been seeing you do your thing on IG and you had a, you have a podcast and you were yeah. doing your thing and that kind of pushed me to do mine. And I was like, I've been like, Corey, we got to get you on here. I got to get yeah. you on here. I got to get you on here. So I'm so glad that you took some time today. I'm so happy <laughs> to, to be up. here. Yes. Yeah. How are you today? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I am well, I am blessed. I feel good. I've been having a good day. This is a part of my good day. So, yeah. I love her. Well, look, I am not going to hold you because we got a lot that we're going to we jumping into a lot of great subjects today. <laughs> so the first thing I always like to ask people, um, do you remember how we met? Because I kind of remember the first time we met. Was it? So I have a few thoughts. OK. But you have to confirm. OK. Was it in a calf? No. It wasn't. No. <gasps> oh, where was it? I think I met you through our friend Nigel and I had, I was going through the most cause I was, I think I was just dealing with a bunch of stuff and I was, I had met, he was like, oh, you got me, my friend. He's real cool. He's from New Orleans. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And I think that's how we met. And I was mm. like, ever since it was just like, the vibe was cool. Yeah. And of course, you know, I lo- I always, I always talk her even in his classes. I'd be like, I just love that, that, that New Orleans Yeah, accent. get your Nola voice. Yeah, it's something about yeah. that, that, that thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's the accent. It's the, it's the swag. Yeah. And, and it's the music. I tell you all the time, being from D.C., originally and in that go-go music mm-hmm. when you go to new orleans it's yep. so hard to not get just as infectious yep. and in it and get you because yep. the the beat and the rhythm of it is so similar so similar yeah and, and the pride that people from new orleans have about bounce music and frida is is so similar to how go-go we feel about chuck so yep. spot on yeah and so i love i tell you i love bounce me i love new orleans music i love the culture down there it just reminds me so much of home so yeah, yeah. I think that was one thing about you. I was like, I love it. I said I could I listen to him talk that. all day. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? When I came to NCCU, um, I remember, and not to make this sound grander than what it is, but it was a catalyst, yeah. if you will, that helped me start to become a little bit more conscious about how I I spoke. Oh, yeah. Because when I first came, a few people had told me they was like, "Yo, like they ask." They was like, "What are you from the islands or do you speak Geechee?" (laughs) People had a tough time like understanding me. Now this is crazy because I went to school for mass communications and I took you know like public speaking things of that nature, but I never felt the need to like work on my speaking until I came to Central when people legit cannot understand. Yeah. I don't remember it being like heavy. Yeah. I started working on it right when I started meeting people. Oh. And I was like, okay, Corey, like now it's starting to get in the way. So like you need to like be conscious of it. So I started working on it. But at the same time, people do celebrate our dialect and our accent. And I appreciate it. I tell people one of the coolest places in the United States is New Orleans specifically because you got the state of Louisiana, yeah. which is dope too. But New Orleans, that city is like its own situation. It is. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's so infectious. Yeah. It, 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 I did, um, 
I did like second line and everything. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I did second line. And I mean, it just, it's just a, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's a mood. It's all the, the buzzwords, but it, it yeah. the culturally, it makes you really like, I was down there culturally and I was like, I love being black. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I love black people. Like, yeah. I love <laughs> this. I was like, this is why they hate us. Like, yeah. it's so dope being black, being out there. Yeah. I'll show you videos. I got videos on my phone and everything from it. Like, but yeah, no, yeah. it's, I love it. I love it. I love it. Agreed. But look, we'll jump, go. Look, we talk about New Orleans all day. But that's not <laughs> what this podcast is about. Um, <laughs> look, first question Why do you think dating over 30 sucks? Uh, if you mm, think it sucks, why do you think it sucks? Suck. <laughs> you know, I mean, it can be sucky. Okay. It can be sucky. <laughs> and I think because, for one, you know, you have your 20s for a lot of people, if you don't get married young like I did, and I know we're going to get into that, mm-hmm. that's the time that our society promote as an opportunity for you to bump your head, figure it out, right? Yes. And if you don't land on something that's firm, meaning like a relationship that is going to stick with you, then you enter your 30s with all of those past experiences, right? Yes. And if those experiences weren't the best... Then you take that into the dating scene in your 30s and then the new people that you encounter have to deal with that because that's just a part of like connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And not to say that everybody in their 30s are damaged, but again, like you have these past experiences, both good and bad, that you have to filter through, that you have to navigate as you continue to attempt new connections. Um, And because... In my opinion, the world is not getting any better as of right now. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, it complicates things while dating in your 30s. No, you're. Yeah. That, that's true. And I love how you said it. I think sometimes we've all the the cliche term is always like you come in your 30s with the baggage from your 20s. And I'm like, I look at it as a, the experiences mm-hmm. because in at 30 you are more likely to be very honest, direct mm-hmm. about what you got going on and what you're looking for and what you're not going to tolerate. Yep. I feel like those three in your thirties are significantly more established mm-hmm. because, and I don't know if it's like that for guys, but I feel like at 20, because you're so young, you're trying to conform. So you meet someone and you're like, Oh, well, if he likes these type of women, or I'm going to yeah. try to be this for him, mm-hmm. You're trying to conform and move yourself like Plato, whereas at 30, you're more like clay. You know, mm. you you can mold a little bit. You know, if you I don't yeah. know if people are into clay or making, but you know, like you're a analogy. kid, right? Yeah. You used to be in art class, you're making clay. Clay's harder. Clay's yep. a little harder to to move and mold. And the the longer it's out, it, it just gets harder and harder Come and harder. Yeah. So I feel like in your 30s, you're more like clay than you are. It's not that we aren't going to change, right? Yeah. From I'm 36. So from 30 to 36, there are a lot of things I have changed a little yeah. bit and molded a little bit. But for the most part, I'm not bending and flexing like Play-Doh, yeah. you know? So have, have you felt that too, especially? Well, so... You spoke about a few things. You introduced gender into the equation, which I think is a huge factor, Mm. a major factor. So you talked about like in your 20s and you said, I don't know if it's like this for guys, but for women instantly with um, that, that, that thought you shared, the song that came into mind, a lyric and my Mm ex-wife actually used to cite this, the, uh, the great prophet Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah. 
she says in one of her songs, I just want to be the girl that you like. Yes. And for women, you know, a lot of times, because especially if you're a Christian, yes. um, it's taught to us a man who finds a woman finds a good thing, right? So mm. the man is always promoted as the one who's on a prowl seeking and a woman is waiting to be selected, right? Yep. So for you guys, I would imagine in your 20s, it's like you're molding in... Um, trying to become the person that the guy would see or deem as wife material yes. or girlfriend material. Whereas on the flip side for guys, if you're not raised to be an upstanding guy, you are raised to go and get as much as you can and conquer period smash dash or smash or try to make her do as much as you can. And then if she decides that the boundary stops here or she has standards that's not going to allow you to max it out, then you're like, oh, well, she's quality. But in your 20s, you wilding out. And you trying to get knock, as much as you can. It's just knock me from on my as ass, many for people real. as for, like, <laughs> wow. for real. So men, like we are taught, like, bro, like, Wild out, get as much ass as you can, you know, like go for the baddest female. And again, we leave it. A lot of us are taught to leave it up to you guys, meaning the women to be like, mm, this yeah. is too much. Because mm. again, like a dude, we not really taught to have boundaries in that space. So then once you get in your 30s after you wild out, right, and you yeah. don't maxed out and you don't ran through all these women without any regard, then it's like, well, damn, you know, like I'm tired. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That is what I hear from so many of my yeah. guy friends who are now like, okay, yeah, I'm, that's the big, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't did all I can. I'm tired of like, <laughs> bro, I don't they woke don't, up. <laughs> like that's another song. I was quoting all these women, but like Jasmine Sullivan's song, Bodies. Yeah. Bodies on oh, Bodies. bodies She's like, yeah. I woke up and I'm like, well, who, who I'm with I today? Yes. And that's how a lot of dudes end up in their 30s. The ones who did not get married, it's like, damn, I don't like, I don't clock in so many, you know, like I don't knock this one down, some of the baddest. And now I'm at this point in my life where I actually want to slow down and share the things that I've accomplished. Yeah. That's, yo, that's so wild. Because. That is what I hear, mm-hmm. especially the ones who I, you know, you're home or you know, and they get the 30 and they get the slowing down and they start to change the tune up. Yep. You're like, yep. you was Mr. Lover. You was out here just like you said, you was, you was getting them all. Like, I know, man, but I'm just tired. Yep. I just, I done did it. Like, I had enough. That's crazy. It's taxing. And people don't know that lifestyle is tax, taxing because you're trying to keep up. You see what I'm saying? And then depending on what type of guy you are, if you, if you are a traditional guy, meaning like you like to pay for the date, make sure you make the female feel good. So now it costs. You see what I'm saying? So oh. now you like putting out money to make sure she feel good so you could then get in them draws, right? <laughs> and then if you got a lot of peep in your phone, you got to check in. Or if you don't, then you, you deem as a fuck boy, right? Like the dude who's cold and shrewd. So yeah. it depends on how you moving and how taxing it can be. But, but I then, feel like on either of those standards, right? Because if you, whether you the fuck boy who ain't taking them out like that, or the one who is at least going to treat them decent. Yeah, yeah. Or you like, I don't mind whining and dining. Like, all of them, I feel like neither category is easier. Exactly. It's still taxing. It still requires energy. It still requires brain capacity. Yeah. It still requires you to do things outside of your work. You know, and if you have any, like, hobbies, if you, like, a family person, if you have kids, like, you're being stretched, which is why, again, like, 10 years of that is like, well, damn. 
Yeah. Yo, yeah. I, I'll be honest. Like, now you really got the wheels turning like, yeah. that do make sense. Yeah. But here's the flip thing. So, yeah. for a person like myself, who got married at 22, well, I'm odd. Like, I just told this to my therapist today. Every profile, personality profile that I've taken, um, all of the different like astrology apps that I'm into. Yeah. Ryan got always, me on one of those. Yeah. Ryan got me on an I astrology app. I'm, in, I'm into it. Yeah. All of them uh, speak to how different I am. Like I'm always in a smaller percentile. So that's why I got young. I mean, got married young. And I was never really the guy who needed to be on the scene. And like oh. run through, yeah. That's why I was I was ready to get married because I was like, yo, I was the weird one out the group. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I had fun. I know you did. I had fun. It was, you know, think about fun in a in a box. Mine was yeah. a little box star, right? I look, I feel all of us, all of us have fun. Yeah. yeah. So wild out more yeah, than yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have my moments. I have my moments. <laughs> I still have my moments. Let's be honest. Yeah, Let's be completely honest. I cut up sometimes. <laughs> but I was able to be like, you know, like what's more important to me? And if I found somebody that I connected with, then hey, I was ready. So I got married young. And because of that. I mean, I did that because I was never the guy who felt like I needed to max out on females. Like, let me see as far as I can go. I need to soil my royal oats as much as I can. That was never me. Oh, so you was like, I can have fun. But I'm like, yeah, that wasn't the chase. Like, you weren't into that. Nah, that was never me. And I'm still like that. It's like if I'm single and I have the opportunity to, like, connect and do what I can because I'm single, then I will. But I don't have to be out here in these streets. I am not for the streets. Sometimes I partake (laughs) in the streets, in that festivity. Sometimes I'll go out in the streets. (laughs) So you're not for the streets. So so that goes kind of into... You know, the next part, which is this active lifestyle, Mm -hmm. because, you know, as long as I've known you, you know, you are physically active. You know, you have the brand, you do the urban cardio and and I go into the class. I try to twerk a little something here and there. You be busting the dog. I be trying to get it. You be getting it in. I be getting it in. Now, afterwards, I'll be like, why did I do all that? (laughs) Come on, Megan. <laughs> but you know, you had this active lifestyle. Like you said, you're a dad, you're active dad. I mean, and if you once you guys follow him, you will see like Corey is moving. How do you fit in dating? Like you talked a little bit. Like, do you do apps? Are you are you enjoying the app scene or so are you would... organically finding out, finding lettuce, finding the so people? I don't I don't date often. I don't oh, okay. date a lot, but I was on Tinder for a moment. Oh. I got off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Why is that everybody's story about Tinder? I was yeah. on Tinder and no longer am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, it wasn't a fit for me. Okay. So I, I've always been this guy. Like, believe it or not, I've only gotten two numbers while at a club. I've mm-hmm. never, like, went out. I was never the dude to go to the club yeah. and, like, shoot my shot and get a number. So it would be more, like, in art, like, um... You know what I like? Oh my God. Yeah. I like kickbacks. Listen. Yeah. House parties where you like play games, you yes. get to talk. That's the scene. Yes. That's you get to actually get to hear how somebody think. Yes. Because I'm a sap your sexual, is how you say it? A who? A sap your sexual. I think I'm saying it right. But the person, like, I'm turned on by your thoughts. So, like, you could, if I see you and you are physically attractive, that's check box one. It's yeah. like, all right, she look good. Yeah. Right. But then I'm like more interested in your perspective. 
Oh. Yeah, so like if you look good and you have a, a good perspective on any topic, it could be something shallow and doesn't have to be deep. Yeah. You know, you could be witty and funny or you just got a cool... Pr- now I'm like, well, damn, so who is that? So that's what you're more attracted... Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, a who? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I set up your sexual somebody who's sexually turned on by someone's intellect. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why kickbacks and house parties where you can actually talk. Yeah. Because like in the club, you're like, you dancing, but the conversation is real short. But yeah. Because like, you're like, huh? Yeah, like, yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Call me. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, that's 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 not gonna take me but so far. But like at a like kickback, we playing a game, we playing uh taboo or we asking questions. Yeah. And you get to hear somebody speaking, it's like, oh, I like what you're talking about. You seem interesting. Oh. So that's where I would connect with somebody, then feel like, you know, like now it's social media. So like for giving out your Instagram is like giving out your number. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's so yeah. I, I realized that in LA when I was there a few years ago and I'm like is this the new thing and like literally yeah. I have had people ask for my Instagram before they'll even ask for my number yep. but do you think that goes into if that's what they're attracted to it's like well I can see you you look good but now I want to see what you post and let me see what yep. you're yeah, oh. so I just watched a psychology video about this, like seven ways to get to know somebody. Yeah, and I've been sharing it within my friend friend group because a lot of people think that even if you you aren't as intentional yeah. with your social media, it doesn't reflect you, but it does because even if, say for instance, if Ooh. you are the person who don't post a lot. Yeah. And you think that, oh, because I don't post a lot, people can't get a sense of who I am. But now that can communicate that you are a pretty private person. You're pretty low key. Yeah. You like to observe more than actually like participate. That says something about your personality, irregardless. That is not a word, but we say it anyway. Yeah. Regardless of how frequently you post, it, it still says something. So saying that to say when people want to tap into your social media, they are trying to look at a little bit more of who you are. You know what? You're right, because I don't post on like my main, like the main post that I think I average like maybe once a month, mm-hmm. if that like I I've gone through a year and it's like I posted maybe 10 to 13 times, but I'm on my reel all the not yep. my real the, um, story, the story yep. all the time. Like my story is rarely ever just blank. Mm-hmm. I'm doing like funny memes, yep. funny videos, yep. funny sayings. I'll post little ash. Like I'm an Aquarius. So I'll post little Aquarius things. Really? That you're, I, you're an Aquarius? I'm an Aquarius. Cool. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's very interesting because I do, you're right. I, I think that does show, even though I may not post a, a lot on the main page, when you see what I post on my stories, that is who I am. Yep. That's me posting silly stuff, posting little memes. Yep. And, and so, yeah, that makes sense, though. And even if it doesn't represent you in your totality, it does communicate a side of you. Yes. You know, so it's like... And, I, I share this with people so people can be aware that no matter what you do, nonverbal, verbal, it's communication. And yeah. people are interested and people are paying attention. So for me, like, yeah, I'm trying to check out your Instagram and see what you're putting down because then again, it gives me a sense. Yeah. And then honestly, what it also does is say, for instance, you meet a crazy person. Yeah. It's easier to block them on social media than it is like once you give out your number because what people don't know, yeah. I used to work in insurance. There are apps and websites where you could take somebody's phone number and find out where they stay, where their mama stay, 
and all that good stuff. And I have kids oh, and you got crazy people out there. Yeah. So you want to be mindful about who you give your number to. That's so, yeah. you know, I, you don't think about that. Cause for me, I used to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm a traditional. Like if we talking, like I'll give you my number, mm-hmm. text me, call me face. Well, schedule FaceTimes, but yeah. you know, text me, call me. But now that you say it, I have leaned towards that because that was also another reason for me with dating apps. I always feel like I'm not successful because I'm like, I'm better in person. Mm. I'm significantly better in person. And we use, you know, I think overall apps are just, it's the most shallowest point because you are literally swiping off a first picture. You are only swiping off first picture. That's why I ain't care for that Tinder stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it's like you're swiping off first picture and then if they look decent enough, you're giving another few seconds to see what the other pics are. But people are like, oh, I read the box. No, you don't. Yeah, you are not on faith. You're not on dating apps, reading bios. You're Double looking treat. at pictures. Yep. If they find, then you'll look at more pictures. If they real find, then you'll look at yep. <laughs> what they saying before you start to have a conversation. So I feel you like the apps for me weren't. And I want to clarify. Much. Don't get me wrong, because I'm much like you. I'm an '80s baby. Yeah. So if I'm at a kickback, right? Or a house party where I am able to engage in conversation, and I meet someone. And the vibe is right. I don't mind giving my phone number. Yeah. Um, but depending on the, in, the encounter, if it wasn't enough for me to grab a hold on, then I feel like social media, like Instagram specifically. Yeah. Because, you know, people, the, the, the mature, the seniors, if you will, are yeah. on Facebook now. Yeah. But Instagram specifically kind of gives you a little bit more of a view. Absolutely. You're like, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling you. But let me do a little scroll, scroll, see what you're doing. Like, who you know? Because yeah. I ain't lying. Nigga be lurking. Yeah. Who you know? I'll- make sure I ain't, like, talking to <laughs> people in the same fan group. And then if it feels good, it's like, boom. You see what I'm saying? I do. So, so this last part, we talked a little bit beforehand, but this is one... I, I was we do a run club. So, mm-hmm. we do, we're in Charlotte. We do a run club. And extra lit. I, I love it. I used to do one in DC. I, I was so glad I found it here in Charlotte. And then, of course, bumped into you know, and almost right? everybody else I know. From I have school. to sneeze, <laughs> and it's violent. I'm back. So <laughs> we do a run club, and afterwards we were at Penn's Mechanical, and we were. I was talking to a few this other young lady, and we were talking about. You, there's this idea that when you're dating it's best to go to places where you want to meet your mate, right? And go to places that um, work for you. So I'm not going to find love in a club, right? But I don't club like that anymore. I'm far past my clubbing years. And so you try to do things like, well, it's good to meet a man at church Mm -hmm. or it's good to meet a man here and there. So with the run club, I came into it and me and this other young lady were talking about it, which was run club is probably going to be the great place to meet guys because first off, it'd be hella dudes there. The ratio be perfect. Like, it be hella dudes there. But the idea is these are guys who are physically fit. Um, I'm not saying everybody's like super jacked up, but like, these are guys who's like care about their health, their active lifestyle. They care about their health. Even if they're running once a week, that means they care. And, you know, it's also a pretty safe space because it's not like we go, we run, we go home. We go... It's it's a lot of so it's very social. Yeah, I would say very I would say if we looked at it's probably a third running low key yep. because when you're there before and you're stretching it's very social. The music is banging. Yep. We run, and then it's 
Yeah. Again, it's a cool down. We're singing. Yep. We're doing line dancing. Yeah. And I mean, we be dancing. I feel like we dance more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating more during the dancing portion. Yep. So it's such a good overall yeah. experience. Mad Miles. Shout out yeah, to Yeah, Mad Yeah, shout out to Mad Miles. I mean, what they're doing in Charlotte, it, it, it's just incredible. And so there's this opportunity to have those interactions mm-hmm. because like I say, even after we do all the, the social and, and everything, they then go to do have a little yeah. happy hour like after happy Pins evening. Mechanical? Yeah, Pins Mechanical. Yeah. And that could be another hour or so of just literally casual talking. Yeah. Nobody's got to look super glammed up and cute. And so you're in your kind of raw form. I never thought about that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and I love that because even one of the guys I've dated before, the first time he met me, I was coming out of the gym. I was looking wild crazy. Mm-hmm. And we he liked me. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, But we realized, we was like, but dudes don't be hollering. Like, dudes don't really. What makes you say that? I, I haven't. There, so I'm not against approaching guys Mm -hmm. i'm probably just as nervous as like a 13 year old trying to approach it you know right in like a middle school situation so i don't mind approaching guys but i've also still felt that there's this stigma that may still be out there like you know you don't bother women or you don't approach women during workouts Mm -hmm. you know like there for years it always used to be that thing like if you're in the gym if i'm on the gym if i'm on the treadmill i think i even said that in season one like if i'm on the treadmill don't talk to me like if i'm sweating don't talk to me but i'll be out there sweating i'm like you can holler at me I ain't wearing these shorts for so, a reason. The ass is out. Like last week was the first week I had the bra Not the on. Case I said, out. I, said the I had the bra on. I said, I'm wrong with this bra on. Cause somebody gonna Girl, see these tits that look beast. great. <laughs> like the boobs look got. Yeah. But I'm just <laughs> I'm like, this is the place, but I don't I don't quite see a lot of that. I don't really see a lot of So I got a question yeah. for you then. So when you say you don't see a lot of it. Uh, has there been moments yeah where from experience like there was an opportunity for you and a guy to engage and you felt like the guy didn't capitalize on it can you explain what that dynamic was and what the setup was there have been moments especially so when we are like stretching or Uh cooling down or, or everything I have noticed there are moments where you'll have a little interaction Mm -hmm. and then it I've seen guys kind of back off ever kind of being like, okay, I don't want to look like a creep. You know, like I don't want to kind of look like I'm trying to holler at her and we're stretching, you know, like I have kind of, there were, there were two instances, one where I was talking to a guy um, and we were cooling down and he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you, you going to do pins. Like, it's kind of like he wanted to say something, but then he was like, well, are you going to do pins mechanical later? You know? And I was like, well, actually that just happened that Tuesday. I couldn't, but I was like, no, but he was like, oh, well, well, you know, I'll be here, you know? And I felt like he kind of backed off because he didn't want to be like in front of all these people. I'm going to holler to try to get her number, you know, or get her Instagram or whatever. Um, And then there was another time I was kind of flirting with a guy, but then we had started running. I was like, crap. And then I couldn't Mm. find him afterwards. Yeah. It's it's like I said, it's a lot of us out there. So can we circle back? Yeah. To that moment when a guy asked you about Pan's Mechanicals, right? And then he's like, I'm going to be here. Was there a moment where you thought to be like, this is where the Instagram and social media? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be here. So, you know what? Let me, let's, we should connect on Instagram. So, next time when I'm out here, I can look for you. And if I can't find you, I'll hit you up on the ground. That is what I will say next time. (laughs) Like, I'm going to say that exact phrase. (laughs) Because, like, because, 
part of it is like it could have been a missed opportunity on yeah. my end too. Um, but it's it's one of those things where I'm like, not that it should be a hookup scene yeah. in a in a nah, I get what you but said. it's it's tough. Like there was there was actually one guy I I did talk to afterwards at Pennsylvania. This is a different one. Mm-hmm. And that's been the weird thing. Like we did exchange numbers yeah. and we've seen each other twice, but I'm also like I don't know if I should go in and ask like, hey, do you want to go out on a date? Like, I, I'm I'm thinking about actually asking him this upcoming week if I Come see him on. at Penn's. Yeah. But it's, I, I thought there I would meet more guys, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe I'm being greedy, but I'm like, no, 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 no. I was hoping to kind of meet, I do go out there to enjoy myself, yeah. to, to see friends and have a good time. Don't get it twisted. But there's a lot of great, looking guys and i'm not saying like i said and i'm not talking about just all of them just buff and everybody running without shirts like a lot of us got shirts on Corey don't <laughs> never I, had no shirt on. <laughs> don't i just like being naked though no. right like i got a nudist spirit I yeah do. i love it but i'm i'm just curious do you i guess on because also you're kind of in a more facilitating yeah. aspect of it how what is the sense that you may even get um so I, from the group or i, I have a few hypothesis yeah. if you will I'm not sure how long Mad Miles been doing their thing but I know recently it exploded Okay. so like I think right now they're in the process of like the culture like really setting right yeah. and I think just like we are kind of talking about what it feels like versus what what the intention may be meaning like it's a run club but also it's a vibe it's yeah. a social scene like it's a block party it really is so i think people are kind of feeling their way through that okay because even from the people who i know that's like been new to it it's like oh hold on you know i came to run but i might get married after i leave right it, but you know what i will 100 agree i've been doing it for a few months now Oh, yeah, the first time I went, because the run club I did in D.C., yeah. it was really, like, we go, we stretch, we run. Yeah. We do it in front of a bar, and you could go, but I would say 90% of us generally left. Just, it was okay. very much yeah. so run. Mad Mouse is a, it is yeah. a social scene. I, yeah. I will agree. Yeah. And I think people are figuring that out. Okay. And so just like you're figuring it out, I think everybody else is. And mm. then in junction with that, a couple with that, I have a suggestion, right? So my my thought is that people are still figuring it out, but the space and the opportunity is there. And depending on your personality type, if you want to lean more into the opportunity versus show up and um, look good enough. And what I mean by good enough, it doesn't mean you have to be made up because yeah, yeah. much of your point, like when you coming out the gym, you at the gym. So I don't want to say nigga, but we're not expecting for you to be, uh, made up at the gym yeah. but if you in a nice workout outfit and you sweating because you got in there that's sexy in itself right really yeah cause you man what is sexy is the fact that you even working out so, so and that's another okay yeah. so let's tie that into it so because you are in the gym yeah and we don't talk about workout I'm trying to get get my body right not okay. that you're gonna get me right <laughs> but you so guys in the gym what would attract guys or what y'all look at it is that it's not necessarily how our body looks, but like you you're put the, together. Yeah. Oh. You the F. Just like, you know, you got some guys who, I think the term is B, wait, no, BBW. Okay. I'm about to say BBL. That's a, that's a booty lift, Yeah, right? that's a booty lift. <laughs> but some dudes are into BBWs, right? Uh-huh. So it's like, 
and curve like thick and all at his ends. So you ain't got to be super skinny, but the fact that you are much like the how you say like every dude out there not jacked up, but the fact that he's there and running once a week communicates that he cares about his body. Yeah. It's the same thing for the female. It's like you in the gym working out, you ain't gotta look like uh making good, you see yeah. what I'm saying? But the fact that you're putting in the effort, taking care of yourself, that says something. And that's sexy in itself. Really? That is sexy in itself. Yeah. Hands down. I know for me, I'm speaking for myself yeah. and my friends, right? So circling back to the run cup, you out there, depending on how you want to position yourself, I think um, in moments like when you had an opportunity to make that connection, yeah. you know, you could either lean into it, depending on what that looks like, exchanging social media. Yo, you going to Pins Mechanicals after this? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to look for you. You see what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to look for you. We gonna, you know, we can link up at Pins. So now it's like some intention behind, yo, I'm going, but I'm also going looking for you. Yeah. You know? And then like Writing for me. Down. <laughs> Tell him this. For me. <laughs> I'm one of those who appreciate a good laugh. Um, you taking interest, like the fact that you even asking if yeah. I'm going to Penn's Mechanicals. I'm like, yo, like you, you care that I'm going? Yeah, I'm going. And matter of fact, I'm going to look for you, yeah. friend. We're good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we get this, because my mindset is Penn's Mechanical is like where after we just did our thing running, Penn's is where you really get to like chop it up and be like, yo, yeah. did you enjoy yourself? You know, like I see you out there like often. How often do you come? Now you're making conversation, right? Another thing is, um, I know I appreciate from a female, like uh, uh, senseless compliments, you know, like in the moment, like, boy, you getting it. Why you be dancing? You know, like stuff like that. So it's like, no, she watching, you know, she like, oh, you, you know, you look good. Keep going. You know, like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, I'm a kid. <laughs> to you, I'm a kid. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that kind of stuff. So now it's like, oh, she's paying attention. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. as a guy who, you know, I, I enjoy the pursuit. So now I'm like, whoa, you know, like, so I'm leaning into that. Boom. So, yeah. But to answer your question, I think everybody's trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 You know what? And I get it. I would definitely say I get it because it is a very unique run club. It's, it, like you said, the vibe when you you see what you see on Instagram and stuff, but when you get there, mm-hmm. the energy is yeah. so infectious. I mean, it. I, I even ran into a friend who was like, "I've been looking at, it and I've been trying to make it." He's like, "This is wow," but not yeah. in a bad way. He's like, "This is just." That's amazing. I'm thinking like, "Oh, we come out, we run." He's like, "No, it's it's." A, I was like, "No, it's a moment." It's like, a whole it, moment. I said it was hard, even when you have you know certain times. There are certain Tuesdays like, "Thing, I got to kind of leave. I, I got to see yeah. stuff. I got to do." It's hard when you walking away and you still hear the yeah, music. Yeah. Like, you be trying to dance. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm gonna do one. And yeah. no, because if I go back and do one, I'm gonna be there yeah. for my all yeah. seven line dances. We gonna learn. <laughs> it's a whole. It's a cultural explosion, and I say that because, like, as black people, yes, I want us to become more proud about our culture, even as Black Americans. Like, yeah. hip hop is something we created. R&B is something we created, yes. right? Like, we even helped shape country music, yes. line dancing. All of these things are expressions of our culture. And all of this happens at the yeah. One Club. So, like, how you said you feel when you go to New Orleans? Like, yo, when I see Second Line and things of that nature, I'm like, I'm so proud to be black. Every time I go to that run meetup, I stand back going, yo, like, bro, yeah. this is blackness at is finest because it is well done it's yeah. not ratchet you got young black professionals you know we just out there having yeah. fun and, yeah. and and it's what's so beautiful about that 
is also the spectrum of it because you have I was line dancing with the older woman who yep. I know had to be in her 60s, yep. right? Look good, but I was like, she's probably in her 60s. Yeah. All the way down to I'll meet other Eagles and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I graduated in 20, you know, 2017, 2018. I'm like, oh, oh okay, yeah. you young, young. <laughs> oh, you, you young, young. Yeah. You know, so it, yeah. it, it does span the generations and it's just such a good time. And there are, again, there are white people there too yeah. and, and other cultures, yeah, but it's, it's always they're there and they just they're like we're here yeah. like it, it just it, it's such a great feeling um and and so i I'm, I'm taking your advice like i said okay i'm gonna have to be a little more yeah tactful and, yeah. and everything but it's good to know because i was i know it is new mm-hmm. but the vibe is definitely we're all trying to yeah we're all feeling everybody's the vibe feeling out. it out and i would say take advantage of the appearance mechanical yeah i have yet to go i went briefly um one time I walked through because I was hungry. Yeah. To get something. And then I stopped. I was like, yo, I'm downtown. Let me go ahead and just see what it is. And I saw everybody were there. People were sitting down. Yeah. Talking, catching the vibe. So I think Penn's mechanical, like the after party, if yeah, you will, yeah. that would be the more appropriate um, moment to kind of capitalize on whatever connection or eye contact you made while running. Yeah. It's like you vibing out there, but then it's like if I see your boy at Penn's and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So look, I want to get into this little last segment, if you will, which is, you know, you talked a little earlier about you know, getting married really young. Yeah. Um, and I say really young now, but 22, you know, that's, that's still pretty young. Being married, and I know now you said being divorced, how has that been when it comes to, to, to juggling dating? Because this season I've had, I've had friends on who were married young. I had some who were married in their later twenties, um, all of whom are divorced and they're all navigating it a little different, yeah. specifically when those who get married really young, yeah. this seems to be a, a different, um, you're kind of in this this really interesting space now because you were so young, you got married, mm-hmm. and, and that you have that that's kind of an early and first impression, and now you're getting back into the the waters of relationships and and also having kids. Mm-hmm. You know how is how has that been? Uh, it's hard, really. Yeah, but it's it's not a bad hard. It is what it is, right? So like, although twenty two is considered young. I'm from Louisiana, the deep South. Mm-hmm. And I know people look at Carolina as the South, but it's different. Like, don't get me wrong. Carolina is more Southern than New York. Yeah, right? Yeah. And how people move here is very different than Northeast, even D.C. Yeah. But the further you go, the more conservative uh, oh, it is. So, yeah. like, all of my peers, like everybody, like my line brother, my seven club, came to college with his high school girlfriend. Now, granted, he didn't get married as young as me, but he got married to her. Oh. And, like, my whole chapter, like, everybody, like, most of their college sweethearts, they got married to him. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went to the wrong school. No. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing, like, my chapter, my chapter, we had a name. So, like, how they have the uh, reality show. Yeah. The Real Housewives yeah. of Atlanta. Like, all the women who we dated in college gave themselves a name, like, the Real Housewives of our chapter yeah. is what they called it. So, all of them are still married. All of them are still married. We moved away and got divorced. And everybody back at home, like, yo, like, what happened? Even my cousin, who's not in my fraternity, he got married at 20, 20, I think he got married at 20, either 21, 22, or 23. So that's like the thing down there. 
So, so getting yeah, wow. My whole friend group at home, everybody got married relatively young in their either early twenties or mid twenties. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's young, but at the same time, that was the standard, right? So that was part of the reason why I got married that young. All my siblings got married that young. Mm. On my daddy's side, my daddy got three boys and two girls. Like all of us got married in our twenties. Yeah. Um, wow. So saying that to say, um, we're young. Um, don't necessarily recommend it, but I'm not against it. You yeah. you just need to know what 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 it is you want, and be willing to deal with the growing pains of being married young, and then also because you're not as experienced, you're basically growing up together, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So but if you're willing to deal with it, like my cousin's still married and I mean they're going through all the growing pains. And it's like if you're going through it and you committed to staying together, then who's to say that's a bad thing? Yeah. Um, but now that I did divorce and I'm I'm single, the hard part is I'm still really tight with my ex wife. Okay. Yeah, still one of my closest friends. Um, and I don't regret that. And I don't regret how we're navigating our divorce. However, it does come with a few things. So like now that we are both in the dating space, you know, like seeing who she date and the fact that, you know, our friendship is changing because now you got to accommodate the fact that you spending time with other people. And when I text you and I look for a response, you don't respond yeah. as quickly as you used to. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, well, damn dog, is that other nigga, huh? With Corey, you're not a husband no more. Fall back. Cause I'm having to have self-talk, right? And the same thing. It's yeah. like, I'm not as, as accessible, right? Yeah. So, like, that part is a thing. And not only accessible, but, like, under, like, the rea- the dawning of it has to be like, oh, okay, okay. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. yo, I, didn't, I wouldn't know. Uh, somebody that. else is your priority in that way. Yeah. Because, you know, when you marry, like, your, your partner is your priority. your priority. Even in a relationship, your partner becomes your priority. So, when you move out of that space, it's like, I'm a friend. It's almost like being demoted because then if you got somebody else that's special in your life, (laughs) then they're the priority. You know, so it's like, well, damn, I ain't that, I ain't as important as I used to be. So that's one thing, right? And then also, because I got married so young, um, I've had the experience to be like in what society considers the ultimate relationship. So I carry that mindset in my dating space. Okay. So my view on like how to engage and interact is a little bit different. It's not as casual. Like I'm very intentional, you know? So oh. it's like, we gonna, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this at this time. You know, I want to know, you know, how you look at life, what your uh, perspective is. Like I date on purpose with a purpose. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Do you catch? So you're, no. Yeah, you're... so I have stages, right? Okay. So we get to know each other. We hang out. Yes. Hang out. It's like we go out on the outing. It's not something super formal. It could be like, I'm going to meet you at the rock club. Yeah. You know, see how you do in a social setting. Let's go for a walk. You see what I'm saying? Let's mm-hmm. go to the gym. Let's go to Starbucks and just catch a vibe and talk, right? That's a hangout. So now I'm getting to know a little bit more about you to see if you are somebody I want to invest in financially. Because then if I'm taking you out on on a, a dinner a date, date. Yeah. or going out to, you know, different places that requires a little bit more of a financial investment. Yeah, more funds. You know, so you got to be, you know, worth that for yeah. me. You know, I got to be. And just so you know, mm-hmm. I am, t- I'm in the same boat because even as a woman where societally it's expected, like, mm-hmm. oh, we go out on a date and he pays and all that stuff. Number one, I always go and I prefer going Dutch. Really? Nice. I do. 
And I've had guys who think that's very insulting. And I tell them, I'm like, I want to go Dutch because I I want us to have these first few moments mm. to just not have that be an extra thing of yeah. being like, damn, I done took this girl out on like three days at like yeah. $100 each. Let's just not I worry about the that. money thing. Yeah. You know, I let's never worry about That's the money sexy. thing or the I owe you kind of thing. Now, I'm never going to fight for you, like fight you by, no, I'm paying, I'm paying. If you want to, fine. Yeah. But I always, I always generally ask twice. Yeah. I always tell people twice. I'm like, oh, no, we can go Dutch or a separate checks. That's fine. And it's just because I don't want that hang up. And yeah. if it is not a good first or second date, I never want guys to feel like, damn, I just put this investment yeah. out. And similar, I prefer those first few means to be something free. I would yeah. prefer it be free. I prefer it be free. Because I just, this, I'll be honest, it's a little bit of a guilt thing for me. Um, now, eventually, and we more in the mm-hmm. deep courting, then yeah, you can yeah, do those those yeah. things, and you know, it, there may be a bigger financial tag to it. But first few days, I, I prefer Dutch. Ladies, I absolutely prefer Dutch. Ladies, um, now listen. Yeah, I am not anti the concept of if I invite you out, if I extended the invitation, then I pay for it, right? But I do love what yeah. you just presented. Yeah, and I think that is so attractive because. Much to your point, it does relieve everybody of the pressure yes. and uh, allows everybody to just uh, show up and get to know one another. I think that is super dope. And even just the gesture. So say, for instance, if you ask me two times and then the second time, I'm like, no, I got it. The fact that you even said that you were willing to go Dutch, I'm like, yo, that's dope as fuck. Yeah. I, I went on a date yeah. a few months ago and I was like, oh, we could do Savage. He's like, no, no, no. I was like, no, it's totally fine. I was like, I don't have a problem you know, yeah. going Dutch. And he was like, I, I prefer. And yeah. I said, okay, I'm not, I'm never going to fight nobody over, over no check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to fight your blessing. Go ahead and receive gonna, that thing. Come on, I ain't going to fight you <laughs> over it. But yeah, I do like to do that because I think also as we get older, like you said, I think it just, we're not trying to cook any, a relationship ain't trying to be a microwave, yeah. like microwave yeah. meal. We're trying to make this an oven. So it's like, let's take some of this early pressure off. Mm-hmm. And then as we get into it, I love that. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, that's where I'm at. So the hangout, then the dating part where I'm making an, an intentional investment mm-hmm. with the hope of this uh, growing into something where they be committed. And I know polyamory is a yeah. thing right now, but it grows to a consistent connection. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like I kind of got away from the question. No, no, no. So when with that being said, be and I always ask this because I think. Oh, over 30, you're going to find this more often than not, which is having mm-hmm. people who have kids with you having kids. And even though your kids are a little older and they're Ooh. y'all, they're so They're so freaking awesome. I'm so glad you bring you this up. Yeah. So many, your kids are great, but Thank you. Um, with having older kids, whether it's older, younger, I've, I've talked to guys who have young kids, you yeah. know, not even in elementary school. And then you have kids who are a little older. Um, how does that work with even that introduction? And I feel like I always get something a little different from like everybody. Introducing people to my kids? Yeah. Oh, no, you ain't meet my kids until we talk about marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I look at that like mama. Yeah. Like my parents. Like I wouldn't introduce, it's family. It's like immediate family. So I would only introduce you to mom and daddy if I thought this was going to be something, you know, long term, something serious. So you're not meeting my kids unless you're going to be a part of their life. Why else would they meet you? Yeah. You know, it's like, why are they meeting you? Just because? Yeah. Like, they would meet you because I need to understand that, yo, they, y'all get along. You would be a good fit because 
from this point moving forward, there's going to be interaction. They're going to be a part. But if we not sure where we hit it, because what I don't want to do is have my kids being like, for, for a lack of a better expression, they like ran through, like meeting all these people that I'm yeah. meeting. And it's like, this is not going anywhere. Because now your kid's like, well, it was this one last uh-huh. week and now it's this one. Or you got them kids like, I remember your name yeah. when you're around. Like, you know, like, yeah, like what are we doing? <laughs> no, so nah, that's not happening. So you you, you are very, um, into, and, and the reason yeah. why is because I, I had one of my guy friends, we talked about that too. And I said, I, I, I talked to this one dude and his kid was there one time. I thought we were just kind of meeting up, just mm. talk. and his kid was there, and I was pissed. I was like, yo, I, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know you have your kid here. Like, that is, I am not ready. I do not, yeah. I don't have kids, but I respect it. And I was raised by a single parent. And mm-hmm. so my mom didn't bring anyone yeah. around. They had to be really, really serious, but. I don't like kids being sprung on me. Yeah. And and I understand. And it's really just because I want to make sure we're in a good place. Yep. I want to know kind of where you are with how's that with the kids? How's yep. that with their parent and 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 how yep. is this dynamic going to work cuz I feel of it as meeting the kids I also would want to meet or be have I know I would need to have some interaction with, the, with mom, yeah, you know, with or the parent. Who your parent. Yeah. yeah, who their parent is. Who raised you? They did yeah. a good job. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to mom. No. But it's but I will say, but like I said, part of it is because I was raised by a single yeah. mom. So yeah, and my mom dated and stuff like that. But any of my mom's like long term boyfriends and even her husband, you know. It wasn't a, like you said, it wasn't yeah. a, oh yeah, it was a bunch of it. No, it was like yeah. I it's crap. I can actually still call on most of them if I wanted to. Like that's how str- that's how that relationship was. Where it's like if I wanted to call, like if I wanted to call Roger, I could. Yep. Even now at thirty six, <laughs> so it's I, I do believe there has to be intention about it. But some people are a little. Everyone's a little different about yeah, it. Yeah, and I, you know what's so funny about that? I'm learning how to be a little bit open minded in that space because mm-hmm. I could be sh- strong willed and have a very strong mindset and an, an opinion about things. And um, I am very much like how you are with that. And I understand some people navigate that space different. Um, I'm massaging that because in addition to how I feel, I also think about my kids. Like, And I feel like our generation is the generation that's really starting to realize that even kids are little people. Yes. You know, you have to care about their thoughts and their feelings. And although they need to ultimately respect you as a parent, but it's like emotionally, if you're introducing your kids to all these people, you know, that you're not even sure about, how's that affecting their spirit and their emotions? So it's like, consider them in the grand scheme of things. It's like, if you're now deciding to make this relationship not just about us two figuring it out, but now I'm introducing my kids, if you're going to introduce the kids, consider their feelings and their mm. thoughts about how this may play out. And if they get close to this person and then in two weeks, y'all like, you know what? Well, we good. That's like a divorce in a sense, you know? Yeah. So you got to think about all this. Like people, I think sometimes don't see that as being selfish, but it is if you don't consider other people out people's perspective even your kids outside of your own yeah Yeah. and and even and i'll I'll even say to kind of add on to the conversation where i think it'll be interesting is when you are someone who has kids and you're you're coming out of a divorce i've realized a lot of my there's all both on both sides guys and 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 the women i've spoken to of course taking into consideration their kids and, mm-hmm. and their feelings and even their ex-spouses yep. um some relationships better than others yeah 
Um, but then it's also that intimacy part because I, one thing I, I've always felt interesting is like, I always say like, being married's got to be dope because you just got dick on deck. <laughs> you got dick on deck. You don't yeah, never got to. You got like, you always have somebody, like you have that partner, that emotional yeah. person, that person can, that's willing to go through things with you. They're not perfect. But such, it's like, it must be great to just always have that. Because <laughs> when you single, I'll, I'll, it don't be as frequent. Guess what? But guess it's what? Like, I, I hate to bust your bubble. Hold on. Please don't bust my bubble. It depends. You know, like this is the, the trick that I think people, the reason why a lot of people are getting divorced oh, is no. because shit changed when you get married. And if, you know, it could be the the lady in a relationship that, you know, like if she have kids, your body change, or like yeah. if you're going through something emotionally, um, you're not as interested in sex. So although it may be there, you know, y'all ain't doing it. Or like if you, which say like... This is why I loved Insecure so much. That whole setup, like when Lawrence got fired and laid off. Yeah. And his mental health took a uh, a hit. Yeah. Like you married to a dude, you see what I'm saying? Y'all got mad, he had a good job, but they do a mass laying off. And now his manhood is being attacked because now he's not financially providing in the way that he needed to. Yeah. And now emotionally, he's not as available. And his sex drive is not there. What you gonna do? Dick ain't, ain't on deck. <laughs> you know, like it used to be. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that did bust my bubble. <laughs> you got to be prepared bubble, for that kind of stuff. Even in a relationship, it happens. Like on yeah. insecure. I mean, you're you're right. You you're yes that yes yes yes. <laughs> you got to work. Through. Reality is yeah. kicking in. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you work through it, right? And yeah. then hopefully, when he get a job, he back. He He's back. In He's like. I know a it's couple. Like, okay, you got that. That alpha letter came in. <laughs> I know a couple right now where the guy wants sex every day, if not multiple times a day. Yeah. His wife has had kids. And that thing, at first, yeah. it was at it. Now, she could go a month without it. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, well, what do you do when that happens? You know, like, and now you're married, so you know, it's not like it's a girlfriend where you just like, you well, like, I'm out, right? Or you, you know, be like, like, which I'm just had a little side joint, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. or yeah. you can while you're married, but now you're the cheating ass, husband. yeah. <laughs> and, and like you said, I mean, there and there's also so much more that you're liable for in the marriage, yeah, compared to you dating and you cheated, yeah, you can exactly you can kind of skis, you know, through that, right? And so, that's very interesting because, like I said, I think it's funny. I was talking to uh, my realtor about it, who is, she's been married for like ever. I think she said she's been married to her husband for like 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's so interesting. She's like, cause I love listening like dating podcasts. Cause it's just so interesting. Cause she hasn't gone through it. And I'm like, girl, it is trash out here in these streets. I, cause it's so weird <laughs> as someone who's super single. It's like, I would think being married would be dope. Like you have somebody to go through this with. Like I'm literally going through buying a house and I'm going through this by myself. And yeah. I'll tell you as much as I talk on this podcast from season one and season two and people who know me know, I love being single. There's so much about it. I love that. I compared yeah. to what I did. Like one thing I never in my life thought I would be buying a house by myself. Mm. I never understood. I owe yeah. everyone in my family buying a house was you were married. Yeah. You were married, you were buying a house. Even when my aunt bought her house, she got married, she bought her house signed, barely lived in it, barely had furniture, and she got married yeah. to her husband wow. in her living room. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin was her maid wow, of honor. That's cool. So it's marriage. 
how buying a house has always been linked to marriage yeah. and partnership. For mm. me, my grandfather built my grandmother's house wow. that my that That's my, cool. my my aunts and my uncle and my mama lived in. Right, so that wow. has always been the connection of buying a house was that is home is a marriage. You're building something. I'm going through this process completely by myself, and it is very nerve wracking. But mm. I say all that to say, I'm like. But I would look like this. These are things I always thought like having yeah. being married. And like I said, I'm a very sexual person. So I'm like, it would be great to have a husband and yeah. you're sexual with this person. And and I have to have, you know, if my husband was open. So, you know, after 15 years, we're going to have to switch something yeah. up. Things yeah. going to have to change. Yeah. But it's like, like I said, it's always that DOD. I'm like yeah. having that dig on there. It's just got to be great. I think it does. It is. It is. That that perk is. And <laughs> it's a perk. It is a perk. Because. And outside of that safety too. Yeah. You know, and I know we was talking about this offline, but like, like you said, it's crazy out here in these streets. And for the people who who are out here sucking and fucking recklessly, you see what I'm saying? You got STDs and monkeypox and all this kind of stuff. And kids. Yeah. And kids. Listen, I I tell people, I, I don't, because I worked in education also for over eight years, having kids with just any old damn body is, is too come risky. Come on, come I, on. It is wild risky. <laughs> Cause that's like a, that's a kid. And I've seen, I've, I've seen it all, but you're right. It, that's another reason it's like, yeah, but you know, yeah. man, you can try everything. And you know, yep. it's, like you, you said, that safety. Space. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah. Um, but saying all of that to say, missing that, or taking those experiences into dating, because that's why I, um, I was. And having that experience under my belt where some people have not gives yeah. me a different perspective and it changes my approach. And um, I find myself having to be a little bit more patient when the other person oh. doesn't have that understanding. You know, like this is what it takes to maintain a relationship. This is what it takes, you know, to honor commitment. This is what it takes to develop a deeper connection. Like because I've been through marriage and I had to work through it. And then I also went through divorce. It's like I have that perspective of, yo, this is what could happen when you don't, you know, talk about how you feel. Wow, you know, yeah. I let things go unsaid or, you know, you don't. Say, well, shit, I don't know. Let's figure it out together. You know, I own your mistakes, things of that nature. Um, And circling back to the early question about um, what makes things a little bit more difficult in your 30s, especially for the black community. Um, Bruh, we are just now starting to realize the effects of trauma. Yes. And how that thing could be passed on generationally speaking and genetically, right? So when you really take into account what our forefathers and foremothers went through with slavery and the civil rights, right? And how that stuff is still in our bodies. And then what we're going through now as black people, and we are just now financially because through civil rights, right? And us being educated and us now being able to populate Better jobs, right? Which is now giving us the resources to now invest in therapy. Our people have been living without doing the work to heal, right? And deal with the trauma, whether it be trauma from a personal experience or trauma passed on from your your family. Mm -hmm. And we are going into the dating space with all of this damage, bro, and trying to connect. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, like if you're not in somebody therapy, you're not sitting down with somebody. I'm going to tell you this. It's so interesting. Even on the dating scene, I said, I was like, one thing that I've added at 30 that I never had at 20, which is, are you in therapy? And if not, 
are you close my are you open to it because yeah. it's one thing you may say i'm not in a space right now where i i am in therapy yeah. or there's something i really want to work through that that's cool I cannot be with no nigga who's talking about I don't do therapy, therapy. I ain't crazy. Yeah. If I hear that, boom, we done. Yep. You may, you may not have to say I sat with my therapist and said X, but if you are not open to therapy, yep. there is nothing we can talk about because yep. there I is, I, like you said, we all have trauma as black people. We, we deal with trauma, whether it's internal or external factors. And we, at some point in time, will need to sit and talk to somebody, yep. whether you're, people want to do you know marriage counseling before they get married with their church but other than that it doesn't I matter I, I like i said i i even i'm getting now into understanding sex therapy and i yeah. think and i this is new is very new thought process i think even before you get into a marriage hands on i agree i think you should get sex therapy hands on, i think everybody need that i, I whether Period. you want to do therapy <laughs> for you know, for me as someone who grew up in a single parent household, so I didn't see healthy marriages. And so maybe wanted yep. to, to get therapy about that or work through that with my partner, if that's what we get to. I said, but regardless, the more I am learning about sex therapists, ther- sex therapy, and I'm not talking about learning how to do put one thing into the other. Yeah. No, I'm talking about I, I even had some my my um my mentor even say, you know, I was like, yeah, sometimes I don't like to be touched. Like the hardest thing for me to get is a massage. Really? I be needing massages. And even at the run club, they yeah, got someone to massage. Yeah. I, it is so hard for me to get a massage because I don't like random people touching me specifically massa- and yeah. doing that. But she was like, there could be something behind that. I was about to say, have you spent time with it? Yeah. I haven't sat with it. And even I, one thing I talked about casual sex. Yeah. I can't have casual sex now in my thirties the way I used to in my twenties, mm. because if I legit don't fuck with you like that, like if I really don't like you or know you like that, it's hard for me to just let that go yeah. just to get mine. Yep. In my twenties, there's, there's some, I probably don't even remember that name, yeah. but it was just like, shoot, I mean, <laughs> we're just trying to get my girl. Like, all right, see you later. Like a few shots and yeah. we get it on. Yeah. I'm, I'm out the yeah. door. I can't do that now because I'm like, oh, I don't really, yeah. this dude could be crazy. Like I'm, yeah. I'm too in my head. And if you touch it, I'm tensing. So yeah. it's, Sex therapy, I think, is so important now. If you can, even if it's just six sessions, like, okay, we're doing six sessions. We're going to kind of go through these things. I don't think I could go into a relationship or marriage or any any type of relationship nowadays. If therapy is off the board for you, and especially if the idea of sex therapy is off the board, because I I feel like if you in a marriage or a relationship and something like that comes up, if that person's not even willing to figure that out. We're doing. You know, I, I want to build. A, I want to build on that. Yeah. Um, I love how you said, like, even if you're not open, right? So, like, say for instance, if somebody's not in a place to invest in it, or they don't necessarily have the resources, um, so just them being open to the concept or taking it a step further, because now with uh, the internet, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, bro, like you could be doing things on your own. Like, I'm just interested in you being intentional about taking care of yourself and your mental health. Yeah. Like, what does that look like for you? You know, yes. like. Are you intentional about taking care of your mental health? If so, like, I would love to know, like, what type of things you do, whether it be like, yo, I unwind and I meditate at home. I got a, a dope playlist that I listen to. I light a candle. I journal. Different things that you could be doing to demonstrate that you actually care about yourself in a deeper level and getting to know yourself. So that way I could feel comfortable sharing space with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on a sexual part. 
I just had this conversation with my ex-wife, believe it or not. Yeah. About um, just being aware of yourself sexually and what you like and enjoy mm. and how important that is whenever you are in a relationship. Because for whatever reason, there's this concept out there because men are, again, promoted to be the seekers, right? Yeah. The pursuers. So a lot of women think that men just wake up, I, I guess. <laughs> And we are supposed to know what to do and how to do it and do it the right way. I love you, Corey. But we went to school <laughs> and learned about sex the same way y'all did. Yeah. And all those people do is tell you, like you said, like, you got a dick. She got a vagina. You got a what menstrual cycle. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's telling you, like, literally how to be good at it. Right. Yes. So this is something for men because men are taught to have as much sex, as much um, with as many people as possible, we start off the ground running, bumping our head, trying all stuff, learning like, okay, I like this. I like her. Ooh, I like when she did this. But a lot of women are taught to be, you know, like, yo, like, don't be a hoe. Don't do that. Da, da, da. Yes. So now you kind of, not only are you not educated, but now you're trying to worry about not, you're in your head worried about not being a hoe. So you're not really getting these experiences. And then both of us, even though men are out sucking and fucking and licking and all of this stuff as much as they can, there's still nobody out there designated to teach us like how to be good at it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So and can I add one little piece please, of that too? Please. How to please men. So that's why I say I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. We we are in a I feel like us us. Us 30-year-olds somethings, yeah. us 80s, us 80s babies. I can't speak for other generations because that ain't me. Yeah. I think that us 80s babies, we are at such a dope space. Yeah, I agree. Because now that we have the information, we're also in a place to receive it and financially be able to deal with it and emotionally and yep. mentally and everything. I feel like our stars are really aligning in yep. this space because millennials. we, me and my girls have talked about Making men moan. Yes. Like, that's my new thing. I'm like, yo, I want to know, in the words of King Joe, I want to know what turns you on. Yep. So I can be all that and more. Yes, please. As a kid, we listened to that and thought it was just a bop. (laughs) As an adult, I'm like, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, that's deep. And I feel like, a part of that 20 something was we was just bumping around. I, yep. I say that we were bumping around in bumping the dark. Around, yep. We were bumping. From, it was dark. Yeah. It might have been 1040, but whatever. We yeah. were just bumping around in the dark. We didn't know yeah. as women, we didn't know what pleasing ourselves was. As women, we were. I've even had younger girls who've even said, like, oh, well, yeah, you know, well, I come when he comes. I'm saying it's impossible. Ain't no way two people who barely know each other are going to both. Yep come at the exact same time. It it never That's generally happens. Yeah. And so, um, and, and, or even knowing what orgasm is. There are a lot yep. of young girls who don't know about it. We saw, you know, with DJ MV and his wife, G, like yep. they talked about her, you know, saying for years they were together, she, she went, never yep. had an orgasm. So we're coming into a space as women where we're like, we're starting to know what we want as being in our 30s. We're talking about it. Yeah. But it's also like just because a man's penis is erect does not mean he's being pleased or he's being Speak pleasured. And or just because I, oh, we said I'm just going to put my mouth on it. <laughs> and, and that's I'm, it. I'm just going to put my mouth on it. Hit me. Stop it. Don't put my mouth on it. Because for uh, I'm telling, look, let's keep it real. As a woman, 
our motive, <laughs> our thought is if he's hard, he's he's happy. Yeah. If you put your mouth on it and you're good at it, you know you yeah, don't have to. You that's yeah. all. That's all we need to do. That's way we don't more. need to kiss on his neck or rub on his ear or or touch that's his chest or 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 massage his leg or whatever. That's not how we were wired. Mm-hmm. His his dick is hard. You might put your mouth on it. Boom, you good. I if he it. come, you good. Like that's we've never been. If we keep it a buck, we've never really been that's taught how ignorance. to please a man. But nobody, nobody. That's yeah. across the board. It's like you have to. You would have to meet somebody who would then introduce you to the concept of yo. Like you know, you can educate yourself on that. Like actually, how to become a better lover in yes. this way. But that's not something that's in school, and that's the conversation that I had with my ex wife. I'm like, do you realize that nobody's really taught this? Like, if you're not somebody who's exposed to deep diving or taking it a step further to actually learn like Kama Sutra and all that kind of stuff. Like you just out here figuring it out as you go along. Like you said, you and your twin is bumping. It's like, well, I think this is working. And it's like, <laughs> if you're not communicating and letting me know mm-hmm. like, yo, this is not it. Like do this. You just, again, figuring it out along the way. So this is where the education and that being open to therapy and just being open. It's so funny hearing you say you want to make a do moan, which then took my brain into the concept and we could have 511 yeah. episodes yeah. about just like the different energies, the masculine and the feminine energy, because a guy being relaxed enough to even allow himself to moan requires him to be vulnerable mm. because that's a side of him where it's like, I'm not in control and I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, so it's like, <laughs> body get a little relaxed. <laughs> so he has to feel comfortable enough to do that with you. And then a woman, again, like that education her learning how to help a guy relax in that space and let him know like yo you still my king if you mm-hmm. screaming like and I'm making your toes curl like you still that nigga to me you see what I'm saying oh, absolutely like yo like it's okay relax I got you yeah. like I'm trying to take you there yeah yeah and and yeah. I think we haven't I think we haven't been in that space for a long everybody hasn't but I I like that specifically like you said as we we talk in our friend groups I do love that even with my girls that's something we talk about. We're like, yo, I'm trying to make this nigga mount. Like, I'm trying to look. I'm, like you said, it's like, oh, I had this nigga out here damn near with a tear in his eye. Your girl conquered. You know, like, we're looking at it. I'm not looking at it to come out where either of us are yeah. both feeling like we either wasted our yeah. time. We, like you said, being in that vulnerable space on both ends, being on vulnerable yeah. and not coming out feeling good and feeling pleasure and feeling some type of question for you. Yeah. In your thirties, are you comfortable with communicate, communicating with the guy, what you need sexually, even in a moment, like in a moment, like, yeah, like move here, kiss me here. Oh, do absolutely. That. Cause I got okay. a bad knee. So- okay. <laughs> Come on, I thought you had Listen, the mega knees. I got a bad knee. So it's like if it's... And I think the more vocal has been because I turned 30. Yeah. There were things I would never say. It's just like, oh, it's a little uncomfortable, but he probably going to be done in about a couple of minutes, so I'm just going to tough through oh, it. Oh, wow. There, yeah, there were yeah. times you just tough through it. Now, if it's a position that don't work, if it's if you're trying to do something new and it's like, nope, that's tight, you know, like running, you know, yeah. then sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm I'm a little stiff from running or I, yeah. I haven't been as as uh, active, so I'm not as flexible. I'm absolutely more vocal. I'm mm-hmm. way more vocal now. Not vocal enough to just it. throw you out uh, like, sir, hello, you know. And yeah. It's like, okay, sh- this is a turn off, but 
I am definitely becoming more vocal about the things I do like and don't like. And yeah. I've shared this on here. I, I remember finding a article and it's like the 25 uh, positions uh, for the most pleasure. Mm. And, you know, I'm going through it. I'm like, oh, I did that, did that. Oh, I don't know what this one is. Like, thing to what me. Is, what is, okay, I'm fine. I'm saying, but it's nice <laughs> because you are seeing different things and I did end up doing it. Yeah. And I was like, it probably one of the best sexual experiences Come ever on, me and this, we, this my partner we did yeah. it and it was just like wow yeah but it goes it ties it yeah, all into education and opening yourself the vulnerability yeah. of him to me i sent it to him not saying you suck at sex i sent it to him Got saying you. hey let's try something yeah his openness is to learning and saying okay cool yeah. We did it, and we didn't do it in such a uh, 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 um, uh, classroom manner where it's like, okay, remember that thing you said? Yeah. Okay, we're going to try this first. So it ended up happening so organically, I didn't even realize to the end. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, he's he looked at the article, okay, and he yeah. learned these things, and we're doing it. Come on, man. That deserves a hand clap. Yeah, like, <laughs> Shout out to him. <laughs> he knows who he is. But um, yeah. he was... It, it ties all into that. We're in a better space. We can have these conversations. He was open to learning and not taking it offensively. I want to pause. And yeah. You were very selfless just now. You say shout out to him. But I want to say shout out to you. Oh. Because you were vocal enough and you thought enough about yourself, right? And him mm-hmm. to share that information, you know, and then give him an opportunity to lean into it. That's the art of relationship. Yeah. You communicated your needs and you did it in a way that didn't rub him wrong, right? And you gave him the op- opportunity to meet your needs. Shout out to you for that shit. Oh. You're a real one. You're a real one. <laughs> Come on, instead of being like this nigga, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, you were like, nah, like, there's something I want to do and I'm going to give, you know, give him a, a, an opportunity again to show and prove and then yeah. boom, he did it. So boom. And, if, and to be honest, if he didn't do it, I probably wouldn't even thought twice about yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like it really, I didn't press about it. It was just an article. I thought it was dope. I sent it. We, you know, we, we had a conversation and it, it like when I tell you it left my mind. Cause I think um, I had sent it to him like a few months before. We didn't see, we don't yeah. see each other all the time. And so when we did, and we, it, like I said, we were in the act, damn it, towards the end. I was like, oh, he's doing it. <laughs> Cause I was, look, I'm in this joint like, oh, this nigga out here pulling out all the stuff. Yeah. So, you know, so, it's, it ain't even my birthday. What is, it ain't even his birthday. What is going on? And then it was like, boop. Yeah. This is from the article. So I, I do love that. And, and and that goes into, like I said, you know, the idea of being in a partnership relationship and, and that therapy part of it. It's like if you're not outside of just therapy, it's like if you're not willing to try, yep. be open, be open and specifically sexually, in my opinion, because a lot of the other aspects of it, like you said, money yeah. to me, money is going to come and go, you yeah. know, situations we know are going to get bad. And so having that ability to be open with therapy, open sexually. And cause like you said, what if we, I do have a kid, yeah. you, we have to be open sexually because we have to be open to talk about it, about how I feel, how my yeah. body's feeling, how yeah. you're feeling. And, and that craving that now I don't, dislike when men are like look I like sex or I have this type of sex job or I want to be able to do this and and you're not giving that to me it's putting me in a very bad position communicate that shit yeah and I'd rather 
you say that and us being able to have that conversation so that way we don't end up getting to a space where like you say you're 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 good you know you're in a good relationship with your ex-wife some people still yeah i know we are blessed we are blessed some folks still may not rock yeah. with their ex like period they be like i mean outside of the pickup and drop off like, yeah. like, you know, like i can't imagine and the funny thing for us specifically and anybody who's like us because i i am into astrology i'm a cancer leo my leo side is very strong my ex-wife is a sagittarius we both have a fire side mm. and we both realize that even if we decided to just co-parent without some type of friendship, it's just, it wasn't grounds for a good connection because when it, if something goes away or something is bad because of our fire personality, if we can't lean on the fact that we friends to work through that, it would get not, really not nice. Yeah. So it became important for us to preserve our friendship. That's just a nugget. Yeah. Just a nugget. But to yeah, everyone. Yeah. I love it. Well, look, like you said, we could do this all night long. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to hit you with my last question, which is what advice would you give your your 30 something self? What advice would you give your 20 something year old self? It could be about relationships, dating. It, it could be, you know, any of that. But what advice would you give yourself? Damn. <laughs> You know what's so funny? I'm, I'm so used because I love people. Yeah. I'm so used to asking people these type of questions. Yeah. I ask people these questions and rarely ever ask myself. Yeah. So, Corey, the 20 something year old, dating. Ah, I would probably say I could have afforded to relax a little bit more. Okay. Now, granted, I was married, but even like, even with that, like, I wish I'd have told 22-year-old Corey, like, you could have stayed in a, a, a relationship and y'all didn't have to get married in order for y'all to have a committed, respectable relationship, mm. you know? Um, relax. Um, definitely go to therapy mm-hmm. because I did not know a side of myself that was very important as it pertains to relationships, mm-hmm. you know? Um Dealing with the trauma, getting to like become become comfortable and relaxed with having conversations about sex and not feeling like, well, shit, I ain't doing my job. I don't want to even have a conversation yeah. about anything that makes me just feel put like, it down better. Yeah. yeah. Like now being able to have those conversations, like being able to receive an article and not be like, so are you saying you that the position say? <laughs> you did yesterday wasn't good? Like, nah, what you trying to say? Yeah, yeah, like be open, like relax in that regard. And I think that would have Saved me a lot of time because now I'm that way. But I can only imagine if I was that way in my 20s, how I would be in my 30s, mm. you know? So, yeah. That would yeah. be it. I yeah. love it. I, it's funny. I I do this and I I always gain so much introspective because I feel like people probably listen by, she always act like she learned something new. I, every time I do this, I legit, there is something that, someone says if not multiple things that are being said and it just blows my mind so I appreciate you being here and sharing and us having this conversation because you look you 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 hit me to some things I'm like yo likewise likewise so look Corey how can people find you and 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 follow <clears throat> you and everything share your share what you got going on Corey <clears throat> be busy busy yeah, I be, busy I be moving and things so as Shanice said, I, I have a podcast. I podcast. I am on a break right now, but that thing is going to be coming back around. Actually, today has really fed my soul. It has. So you just told me thank me, and I want to say thank you for having me. 
Like for real, because anytime you have thoughtful conversation with someone and you get to exchange perspectives, I think you will be a fool to not walk away learning something. You know, you should always be open to thought and perspective outside of your own. Absolutely. And I learned something today. Um, so saying that to say, our podcast as well. You can follow the podcast. It will be coming back for season two real soon. CYO, Charlie uh, Yellow Oscar Show. Real easy, right? Uh-huh. And then my personal profile where I share all the things that I do because I dance as well. Professional dance. I just wrapped my season with the Hornets. I teach yes. dance fitness. I have my own trademark dance fitness program. It's called Urban Cardio Dance. Okay. Yes. You can follow us on social media as well. And then my personal profile is CYO because I go go by CEO. That's my alias. It stands for Create Your Own. That's my brand. CYO Brown. And then you have all things CO. And I have a website, CYO2012.com. That's because that's when I started my brand, 2012. And this is actually making 10 years that I've been yeah. doing my thing. It's, it's crazy, bro. It's wild. So yeah, connect with me. Um, I love people, man. Hit me up. I'll follow you back. Shoot me a DM. Um, respond to the post, whatever. Let's 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 connect. Absolutely. And all of this will, of course, be in the bio so you guys can follow Corey. I mean, again, the content's good. I reposted like he he got a little work, some workout stuff you yeah. can do. I'm like, OK, uh, OK, let yeah. me <laughs> I gotta get in the gym, get right. So, yes, yeah. I will have all of that information in the bio um, so that you can follow, support and, and show Corey some love. Of course, you can continue to follow and support the show. And that is on Instagram at dating over the number 30 sucks and on Twitter at dating over the number 30 S U X. Um, we, we still season two is still happening. Yeah. I am so happy to have you, Corey. Like I said, always insightful. It's always love when we, we link yeah. and we see each other more now. And I, and I love yeah. it. So I appreciate you coming and supporting. Thank you, Queen. Thank you so much, everyone. Y'all have a good one. See you later. Bye.